Hello, everybody. Welcome to Podcast Rangers, a Power Rangers podcast where two adult friends talk all things Power Rangers from 90s to now, comics to toys, and whether you've seen one episode or 100 episodes, or even one episode 100 times, all are welcome to join in the discussion here. And exciting news, Podcast Rangers is now a part of the Ampliverse. The Ampliverse is a new media universe celebrating all things pop culture, bringing passionate content creators from all walks of life together and connecting them with audiences through engaging shows, written material, and more. The Ampliverse is a safe space for individuals to express and revel in their favorite fandoms without the toxicity of exclusivity. Learn more at theampliverse.com. All right, that's enough of an intro. Let's get on with the show. It's Morphin' Time. I am in there. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's show. And uh, this week's episode, we are going to be doing, uh, we're going to be giving our top five. So that's my top five, Ken's top five Power Rangers team up episodes. Okay, Ken, I was about to be like, I don't think you're ready for this, but you're always so much more prepared than I am for everything. I wrote a list. I always write a list, but I definitely wrote way more than I needed to this time. Yeah, but that's okay. Uh, um, um, surprisingly, I've actually seen all of the episodes, uh, this time around. Uh, so you're not like watched recently, but I, you know, sometimes we talk about stuff and I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm not as familiar with this. I actually think I've seen every single one of these episodes. So pretty proud of myself right now. I think I have two, which is especially some of the more recent ones. I was surprised. I was like, oh yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, I guess um, I guess team up episodes really haven't been as popular as they were like it's OK. It was it, I this is so random, but um, I've been the last two days listening to the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers soundtrack just to get myself a little hyped up for a project I'm working on. And I was thinking about how my take on it is kind of inspired by Power Rangers. And and then I was like you know running and that's i feel like that's a great soundtrack to run to and then i honest honestly feel like the original soundtrack to the show um basically like up through in space is just so underrated um Mm -hmm. and not not really cherished and respected in the same way that it should be but i'm like that's part of what made the show made that show so magical it was like it's part of that part of the recipe that made the perfect uh the perfect soup Nope, I don't want to call it soup. That's, that's per- perfect soup. You know what they always <laughs> say? That's the perfect that's the soup. Soup. You gotta make yourself the perfect soup. That's the uh, the soundtrack. I think I have on vinyl. Yeah, or- and I am so jealous that I because I had thought it was the redo album, which I also enjoy. But I was like, well, no, I'm not used to that on vi- on like in an old school sound, like a cassette or something like that. Lo and behold, mm-hmm. you got it. Told me it was the original, and now it's gone forever, and I'm never going to be able to get a copy of it. And I am so mad at myself. I think I'm going to find one. Too. Super cheap. Great. Anyway, um, a- but anyway. Too- Soup. Back to the soup. Um, so, Chef Boy or Power Rangers? Nope. Don't like that either. I am on a roll today. Um, so, we are... Um, I'm going to use the definition, because uh, Ranger Wiki, I feel like 
they always have it worded so much better than I ever could. Uh, so what a team up episode is. I did start talking about that Power Rangers soundtrack for a specific reason. And I can't remember why. Oh, it was, it, I was saying that um, the thought I was having earlier uh, was that um, I know online some people, some pictures came out of the filming of Dino Fury. And I guess some people were like, oh, I'm surprised the Green Ranger doesn't have a skirt if she's a girl. And people were like, what are you talking about? The females had never had a skirt. And then I was thinking that um, like Power Rangers uh, has been on Nickelodeon now for like, how many years? Ten years, maybe? Has it been ten years? That's that's what's Pretty crazy. To me. Well, because Samurai started in 2000, 2011. Um, yeah, two thousand eleven. So we're we are celebrating ten years now this year. And I was thinking, like, what if that was somebody's first season and they were ten years old? They're twenty years old now. Ugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and that's like we think about that in terms because you know the the phrase in the fandom is like you have like the saban error you have the disney error the neo saban error um and now we're in the hasbro error it's it's crazy to me to think that people have literally grown up in this one uh era and that uh their access to power rangers again we spoke about this in the last episode is going to be incredibly limited now assuming that it doesn't end up on another streaming service because there right. were you know all those seasons a lot of the seasons are disappear- disappearing off of netflix and it's just insane to me because if somebody's knowledge like their main main knowledge of power rangers comes from samurai forward and there's nothing wrong with that is um just that they haven't seen them do this in their lifetime Mm -hmm. like a male sentai ranger become the female counterpart because i'm i'm not 100 percent sure but i think the last time this happened was like maybe lost galaxy and that was like 1999 right Right? yeah so that was 20 that was 21 years ago 22 years ago 22 years ago I'm just going to keep getting sick when I think about it in that perspective. Like this show has been on for so long. And I, I, and so like people being like, Oh, I know they were like, how could you think that she was going to have a skirt? I'm like, this is a first for some people. So, Mm -hmm. um, I, I just, just what's crazy too, is like, now we're going to go over all these team up episodes and how far back they reach. And, um, anyway, that was, that was, that was off topic. Let's talk about it back in. Ranger Wiki, they define team-up episodes, um, which are also referred to as crossover or versus episodes. They are comprised of Power Rangers of the past, aiding the Rangers of the present, or feature heroes from unrelated franchises. So a team-up or versus events were commonplace in the Super Sentai franchise. um, And the... uh, Wait, that is irrelevant to what we're talking about. But the first (laughs) official team-up episode would be featured in power rangers zeo rangers of two worlds is what they're talking about and uh that's when the equestrian rangers are helping the zeo rangers which i always thought was really cool um however team up episodes would not become a common practice until 19 power rangers okay i don't understand the rest of this paragraph sorry this doesn't make any sense like why they're not even listing the mass writer thing so what we're gonna do is just i'm gonna go through and list every one of what they have listed as uh, the team up episodes, right? Uh, the crossovers for, for our all intensive purposes. Um, this is the believe, stuff that I hand wrote. 
Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I believe this is, this is what your notebook consisted of. So, um, the, like, seven notebook shot that I sent you. <laughs> it was like, this is what I took in notes. And you're just like, that looks like a serial killer's handwriting. Typical, 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 typical. But, uh, it all started with a friend and need, which if you don't remember, this is way back, I believe on the cusp of season two and season three. And this is when masked writer, the Rangers have to go to Miranoi, not Miranoi. That's the wrong, wrong planet. That is the, wrong. Yeah, that's the planet that uh, Maya is from, I believe, in Lost Galaxy. But um, anyway, the the Power Rangers, Edenoi, that's what it's called. Sorry. Same kind of sound. Edenoi, Edenoi. Yeah. Um, So the Power Rangers have to go and help Mast Rider. I'm not going to say what every episode's about. This one was just kind of a weird thing. It was basically supposed to be like kind of a sort of backdoor pilot to this thing that then didn't really become canon in this separate show because... Uh, what it says on here is that the events in this team up became non-canon in the masked rider continuity as the creators felt that the power Rangers popularity was declining and therefore it was better to establish an independent origin story, which seems just absolutely bonkers now, because I want to tell you, masked rider, you're the only franchise that isn't on DVD. I don't think so of this universe, you know, but that's um, true. So it was like mystic nights, but also not in this universe. Or is well, it? I meant like the Saban stuff, I guess. So I guess yeah. the Master Rider sits back there with Mystic Knights. Um, but uh, then we have Rangers of Two Worlds, which was the one I spoke about, which was the Zeo and the Alien Rangers crossing over. Uh, we have Shell Shocked, which is one of Ken's favorite. This is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with the Power Rangers in space. The Power Rangers in space gave us a few of these because it was they yeah. also got True Blue to the rescue, which saw Justin come back um, and kind of wrapped up his storyline. And then always a chance, which is when Adam is kind of down on himself or I'm sorry, Carlos is nope, down on himself and Adam and Adam has to come and help him. And then uh, we got to the 10th power and the power of pink. Those are from Power Rangers Lost Galaxy. And then we have Trakina's Revenge. This was a this was a big deal when it was on because it was originally uh, you could get this at, on VHS in 3D from McDonald's because it was it was they were having McDonald's uh, uh, Lightspeed Rescue toys at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that was kind of their promotion. So this was the back when McDonald's used to sell that extra stuff because I still have that VHS in storage somewhere, but. Um, you have Time for Lightspeed, which is Power Rangers Lost um, Lightspeed Rescue and Time Force. Reinforcements from the Future, which is Time Force Wild Force, Forever Red, which is the 10 year anniversary episode with all the with the 10 Red Rangers. Then you had uh, Thunderstorm, which is Dino Thunder and Ninja Storm in Power Rangers SPD. You had History, which had the Dino Thunder and SPD Rangers in one episode and then another one called Wormhole, which had them like another storyline, another episode. But uh, then we had the 15 year anniversary special once a ranger, which is from operation overdrive. Then we had clash of the red Rangers. That is when the RPM red Ranger visits the samurai Rangers. Famously, he's never out of his suit. And we move on to power Rangers, super mega force. We are, I'm not, we're not really going to count the legendary battle because I feel like that was more cameos. Like nobody's character really played a massive part, but that season we did get uh Except for the a massive bummer. Which is that? The entire series. Oh yeah. Well, um, we got uh Jaden returned from Samurai in his own episode, and then Casey uh returned in his own episode from Super Mega Force, uh or in Super from Jungle Fury, first Super Mega Force, but 
Yeah, what a what a bummer that that was it. Like, I I honestly, I'd probably rather have not had a massive team up battle and just had like Rangers keep coming back or something like that. But anyway, mm-hmm. moving on, we have Dimensions in Danger, which is the 25th anniversary from Super Ninja Steel, and then we also had technically the Poisey Show, which is the Super Ninja Steel uh, the crossover episode. Or uh, yeah, I don't. I think that was super ninja still, but then uh, beast morphers, we got finders keepers and um, grid connection. And that is the one where we had Jason come back for the, uh, the legendary dino Rangers battle. So that's all we have thus far. Um, so I think we're just going to kind of go through, I, it's unfortunate like we're doing this now because a lot of these uh, shows are going to disappear off of Netflix soon. So you're not going to be able to go back and watch them, but you can still get a lot of them on DVD for fairly inexpensive on Amazon. And uh, I, I have finally completed my collection for every season, except for I am missing Samurai season one. And, you know, hopefully I get it someday, but I'm just like, I don't know. I'm never going to watch it. So <laughs> I don't know. maybe it's I will. Fine. it's fine. It's fine. I honestly have thought about considering starting over again and trying to go all the way through, but I always get hooked up on uh, turbo. I just hate turbo, turbo so much. Yeah. Um, so Ken, why don't I've talked enough? Why don't you go first? We're going to each give our five. Uh, mine aren't necessarily in order. Um, I'll try and I'll, I'll start with, uh, ones i guess i can work them into sort of a semi-order but i'm not saying like this is my least favorite this is my most favorite you know it, it kind of depends on my mood but why don't you give me one you know give me one of yours so mine also aren't in a real order aside from like my favorite one i'll kind of like reserve but i think the one that i want to talk about where i think we actually have some stuff to talk about is um it's kind of a twofer. So like this, I think goes together. So to the 10th power and the power of pink. Well, as that like, is actually my favorite. So <laughs> that was, a, Oh no, I was going to okay, say, so- I, th- well, I was going to say that I think that, uh, looking at the list, I was like, well, it's between that and another one. So I'm going to okay. say this one is definitely up there for me, but please continue. So I'm, I'm not a huge fan of lost galaxy in general. Like I really dislike the suits for the most part, but I do like a lot of the Rangers on there and I really like some of the stuff they do there story-wise. So I think it's one of those series where I, I constantly say I'm not a huge fan, but there's so many key things that happen in that series that I go back to. And I think this crossover, I think was one of the uh, main times that we see this kind of crossover with prior teams to a heavier extent. Um, like, Oh, it's like one offs, right? Well, up, up to this point, we'd, we'd only ever gotten one. It was the alien Rangers crossing over with the zeal Rangers, but it didn't have that same weight because we were only, we only knew the alien Rangers for like 10 seasons or 10 seasons for 10 episodes. So it wasn't, it (laughs) didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't like, Oh, here's this and this and that. you know it didn't have that same impact of being like a 60 episode season or a 40 episode season. I'm not not right. to say that it wasn't really cool, but it, d- it didn't have that same weight to it. So there's a couple of key things in this collection, like these two episodes. Um, obviously, the use of the the in space rangers is huge to me because we both love that team. 
whether it's the Rangers themselves, the aesthetics of it, just everything overall, but also that kind of like starts or is predicated on bringing back the Psycho Rangers as well. So you're not just getting to see like a, a super colorful team normally. You're also getting the team up, but there's also a third super colorful team. And so there's kind of like that conflict there. Um, which I'm always a fan when they bring back Psycho Rangers, regardless. Yeah, right. it, crazy, crazy to think that here we are years later and the Psycho Rangers have be, were very uh, woven into like the Power Rangers comic books so well in such a meaningful way. You know, it's kind of kind of fascinating to me that, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it, it's interesting. It is. It's also like after so long of wanting figures from this stuff, now we're kind of like inundated with it to the point where like a lot of them are like this individual releases are just like clearance bin. If you'd ever told if you'd ever told me that we were going to get a full team of Psycho Rangers before we had a full team of Power Rangers in space or Lost Galaxy, I would never (laughs) have believed you ever like you're lying. Um, That's not good soup, but. Uh, what is this, Campbell's? That's good. Right? I'm sorry, that was a terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, like the the kind of stuff with this is um, where we. I don't know. Like, do you do you want to talk about like kind of key plot things with this? Because you said this well, was on your like, potential favorites. Um. Like, so I I, I start, yeah. It's definitely I'm with you in the terms of where like I go back and forth with Lost Galaxy. Um, I've said it before on the shows. If you've listened to past episodes where for me, Lost Galaxy is very distinctly two different creative storylines, which I very much enjoy because it's got this like one overarching thing, which is that Terra Venture is seeking out, you know, a new civilization for humanity to start. And so they're kind of along on this ride. And I felt like they really kicked it into the creative like high gear when season, you know, the halfway point, because this was originally like was two seasons when it was on TV. There was like a finale and then it came back like it, it had a break, you know, and the same with in space did the same thing. Um, had like a to be continued episode that then we we got later. And and for Lost Galaxy, it's Mike's return. Um, and then there was a little bit of a break, like, I don't know when I say a little bit of a break, it was probably like a month or two. It was literally probably just like the summer. And, um, you know, and then, but for me, when Mike becomes the Magna defender, like that episode forward is where the show like really was like, okay, let's do our, let's do something cool. Let's just like, you know, let's do kind of, let's get that in space kind of energy going and just be like, let's just have fun now. You know, we told kind of this, interesting stowaway story with a a brother who lost his brother and you know and let's let's go a little bit deeper you know let let's let's see what happens when we visit these other places and 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 all these things and i just think that to the 10th power wove in the storyline with the psycho ranger so well because it was just kind of this cool like i i forget the name of the is it Villamax? Is that is that his name? No, Deviat. Deviat. Um, Villamax is the the other guy that's like Trakina's right hand man. Um, Deviat is like, you know, like on this planet getting these things from somebody who he then like double crosses and like he explodes because he destroys him and like it's just 
it's there's so much really cool and the psycho rangers have such a cool entrance into the episode and, and i love that it's it's they're like okay well they're still kind of programmed the same way they're obsessed with destroying their you know that that color their matching color ranger right even though there isn't mm-hmm. a, there isn't a there's a green ranger instead of a black ranger but um i like that also up to this point we really have only had like i said like the one team member right it was only like you know we had justin we had we had uh, Adam, we had, Adam. um, you know, yeah, we had the, the, the like Ninja Turtles in space. Like this is the first time we've gotten like the full team came back. Although it's weird mm-hmm. that like Zane isn't a part of it, but, um, I, I guess they were trying to be like, well, he doesn't have a counter ranger to fight, but, um, I, I, I think the surprise for me is like when the other four Rangers show up and I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Like it is, it is. <laughs> Pretty much, I believe it is all original footage, the entire episode, too. And it's just because That's, if you're not. Yeah. Well, it, what's great about Lost Galaxy, too, is I love how it kind of unifies that because the Lost Galaxy Rangers have the mega ship. You know, they have mm-hmm. like they're with Alpha. They have Decca. like they are using like, quote unquote, the remnants left behind by the the in space Rangers because they stole the in space Rangers museum after this thing. So it was so cool. I love that their morphers are in a vault and they like go get their morphers. I think about that shot where they're grabbing the morphers from the vault so often. It's <laughs> it's unsettling, honestly. Um, but, you're, you know, it, it's it's you're right, too. There's a lot of colorful imagery in this as well. Also, the quick two second fight scene between Red Psycho Ranger and Leo in the woods is top notch for me because I love when a ranger gets so beat up that they can't stay morphed like they get demorphed. And I think that is just mm-hmm. such a cool and I love how they're the other rangers are getting picked off one by one throughout the episode, too. It's almost like a horror movie sort of like style of like just boom, boom, boom. Um, when they go is, to morph and they grab their hands, I'm sorry. There's like peak. That's peak Power Ranger stuff for me, right there. This is also the first time that something. I mean, like probably potentially like only time. Am I wrong? Like the the kind of like death of a ranger. Um, you are wrong, but uh, because Power Rangers Time Force famously starts with the death of the Red Ranger, and that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Why? Because this is a ranger that we have been with for, you know, X number of episodes who we've built a connection with. We did not build a connection with that Red Ranger, right? Mm-hmm. We are not the team from Time Force who had been working with him previously. But Jen's right? love. It was her love. It was her fiance. Okay, well, I mean, do you want to, like, lessen the impact of seeing this as a as a kid? <laughs> like, I, I just want to tell the truth is all. That's what I'm here for. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, so... That's why I asked, but this is the first time where we see a, the death of a ranger that we actually care about and, um, has been with us for a while, or we've been with them for a while and they've been with their team, uh, and you know, the sacrifice they're in. So like, this is also like the point. The first time they've killed off a power ranger too. I mean, they did just kill Zordon off in the last season, but like it's, also, to the tenth power and the power of pink are great because they're like two individual storylines almost with just that one thread that's carrying through, right? Because power of pink mm-hmm. is like whole separate things going on, but yeah. involves a psycho ranger, you know. So it's it's I think it's cool, and it's like ramifications from that previous thing. So the I don't know. There's just something about this being the you know how much a person can sacrifice for the greater good as Rangers. Like 
we follow the Rangers because they do these great, amazing things. They're trying to better people. They're trying to empower people. Um, and they are, you know, sacrificing, you know, their time, their energy, their safety, yeah. so on and so forth. And like, this is, I think the first time that we see someone that we have been invested in, uh, make that sacrifice to that extent. And so that's, that's one of those things that always kind of like sticks with me. And that's yeah. also when people are like, why do you care about the psycho Rangers aside from like just the aesthetics? And it's like, well, because they did stuff that other people couldn't, you know, like, even if it's roundabout ways to be responsible for it, like that's, that's a thing that is derived from their actions, you know? Yeah. I, I can't remember. They don't form the Megazord in this, do they? In I don't, the power thing. I feel like I, I vaguely feel like they do, but then at the same time, I'm like, but the last galaxy never Rangers never formed the in space Megazord. So anyway, I, I don't think they do. I don't think they do. And I could be completely wrong. And I'm so sorry if I'm wrong, but I know that the, I know the pink Ranger grows the pink cycle Ranger. So that's why I'm, I'm just very, I can't remember right now off the top of my head. Um, I'm going to watch it as soon as we're done recording, to be honest with you. But um, yeah, I, there's something Cassie, who is the one who sacrificed herself. Also, that's just something amazing. Again, um, not Cassie doesn't sacrifice herself. Oh my God. I keep saying the wrong person. Um, Kendrick sacrifices herself, but also it's like when Cassie demorphs and like the psycho ranger, like crushes the morpher and uses the morpher again, that taps into that. Like there's just that mystical, like kind of it's the morphing grid. It's all those things, those elements that we've kind of come to know. And, you know, it was as if the biggest fan of power Rangers got to write what they could be was a, the best episode of power Rangers they could write. And I, I, I feel it, you know, I, I feel it in those couple episodes to the 10th power, the power of pink. And then it obviously left into the, it led into the episode, protect the quasar saber, which also had such an unprecedented thing come back, which is the villain from the previous season who has turned good becoming a power ranger, you know, and having mm -hmm. to like face herself as well, which is also incredible and i'm just it's so even though that's not we don't have that listed technically as a crossover episode but because she becomes a, a cast member on the show it's just these three episodes are so different they tell this one arc story that is just so pinnacle to what i feel like power rangers is and can be and you know i i honestly feel like when they talk about like making future seasons or a movie or something like that it needs to go back and look at things like this uh, and I know we have now talked about this one episode for way too long, and we are not going to talk about the episodes as long as we did this one. But I do feel like this episode <laughs> is very is very important. And, you know, we talk I, I think in my mind, at least I think about Countdown to Destruction as being like some of the best Power Ranger episodes. There are the 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 finale of Power Rangers in space. Mm -hmm. um, and I still to this day think it is some of the best i would say that this is up here right in that category if that if, if we're talking a plus power rangers it's right up there with it i think i'd say yeah agreed that's uh, good soup. Well, i'm that is there's a scolding hot soup right there um that's a pea soup that's my favorite soup but Ew, anyway that's gross. I, no I, I picked i picked the most divisive soup there is um for me, one I often come back to, and it's crazy because I don't even, I don't even like, it's like, I don't think about it that often because I've only seen it like maybe once when it was on and then when another friend brought it up, but I do feel like it's really good is Thunderstorm. 
when it's the Ninja Storm Rangers and the Dino Thunder Rangers team up. Uh, how do you feel about this one? So that was my honorable, like that was my backup in case like the the two part episode didn't count. I was like, well, I need a backup. Uh, and Thunderstorm was my backup because it's I think I'm the same way where I I watched it when it was on and I enjoyed it. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. And I really like this stuff. And I the kind of like the setup for it is really neat. Um, the action is good. Yeah, go ahead, because it's... So, yeah, it, it's so Lothor, who's the villain from Power Rangers and Ninja Storm, has escaped from the Abyss of Evil and has gained control of the Wind Rangers, which are the three main Power Rangers from Ninja Storm. It's like it's the up blue, to camp. red, and yellow. Yeah, blue the, the main blue, red, and yellow, because there's two. There's a crimson and a navy. So it, it's up to Cam... Who is the green? Who is the green Ninja Storm Ranger and the Thunder Rangers, who are the other red and blue, to get inside the abyss and get Cam's Morpher to undo undo the evil spell and team up with the Dino Rangers to battle their new enemies. While the team up doesn't use Sentai t- uh, footage, the plot is based on blah 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 blah. Anyway, I um I think what's really interesting about this is it's it's kind of cool that we got to see past Rangers come back as like evil versions of themselves. Like in this came up a little bit when we were talking about like our favorite blue rangers, because I think we talked about, you know, the just it was something that came up in there, like just getting to see these past rangers be very good at being very evil. Yeah. Or like just kind of evil. Whereas like the like we talked about the Billy thing and the Kimberly thing, how that was just kind of a joke. Like this seemed a, definitely a little bit better, just stronger acting at that point. Yeah, well, the the show definitely had. I think the thing that really works is that Ninja Storm and Dino Thunder, though um, you know, very different types of seasons, still had a a kind of a similar, um, like like a vibe. They vibed really well together. Um, So it wasn't it wasn't off putting. You know, they weren't drastic enough that you were like, oh, I could never see these two people. You know, these two teams like. Like sometimes I think about the lightning, the the lightning, the light speed rescue and the time force crossover, which I also enjoy. I'm not saying I dislike that one, but it just doesn't it doesn't feel it doesn't feel as organic because the time force rangers aren't really dealing with that the kind of threat that does show up in light speed rescue, right? And and that's where it's like it kind of throws that curveball a little bit in there where you're like ah, oh, this they, they've never really fought demons before they've only thought that and you're like well that's why there's the crossover but the thing with the thing that's kind of interesting about the dino thunder and the ninja storm crossover too is that it has all of the dino th- uh the ninja storm it's like all the ninja storm rangers all six of them but also it brings back the villains because the villains have their own little their own little uh like crossover thing too right because it's got it's got Mm -hmm. lothor but then um aren't the two uh uh capri and mara is that the two sidekicks to lothor his like nieces or whatever they they come back which um one of them is also playing cassidy in dino thunder and there's a really fun there's a lot of fun nods to the fact that some of the actors were on the same show so I, I really like there's like one scene where the two of them bump into each other and they're like, who was that person? And I, I don't know. I it, it always it makes me laugh. I also feel like 
the action is really good too. I, I, I like, for me, I think Ninja Storm is one of my like underrated seasons that I didn't appreciate mm-hmm. enough when it was on. And you know, and we know how I feel about Dino Thunder. I, I love Dino Thunder. Right. So. I don't know. There's just, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge fan of just like the aesthetics of that show in general, yeah. uh, specifically like their suits. Like there's, it's a very unique design, I think. In, Are you talking in, about the, the Ninja ones? Ninja Storm. Yeah. Yeah. They're just very unique and there's stuff going on, but it's not busy, which we talked about when we did the episode with uh, Kim, like the, and she brought up like there's uh, some costumes Mm -hmm. that just look too busy, too much going on. Visually, just the Ninja Storm stuff works. And so I will watch that. I think I've watched it more than probably, I probably watch it four or five times, I think. Yeah. Um, and some of that's not even like really paying attention to like story stuff. It's just the, the visuals in general, like the action is very good and it, it is consistently throughout that season. I think it comes down to chemistry. It all, everybody mm-hmm. has good chemistry in that. Every one of those actors, when they're interacting with each other has great chemistry and that carries through really well. Yeah. What do you, uh, what do you have on your list? What's another one? Um, so let's move on to the next, uh, this is like a, a, a two for, um, but I think they, they're tied together directly. So I have finders keepers and then grid connection. Oh, they're, in, they're in my honorable mention. There we go. Um, yeah, so, I, I, cause there, I have five others, but I was like, uh, I feel like I do want to reference these cause I enjoyed them a lot more than I thought I was going to be, especially finders keeper more than, more than grid connection actually. But I do like grid connection as well. Really? I see. Maybe it's, this might get back to the visual thing. I think I like, seeing all those rangers on grid connection uh i know but remember we when we talked about grid connection which i don't know that i ever published that episode or not but the or it came down to us where they were like they established the a story and parameters and finders keepers and then it feels like it feels like character development and kind of logic were thrown out the window a little bit to make grid connection work but but anyway go on sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but it's still so okay the i I'm I'm not as big a fan of Finders Keepers. I think it's interesting in the the what they do to actually move forward the character development stuff. I think works, um, and it's interesting that that's where that season kind of starts to go towards that tail end. Um, but it it is essentially building up all of the stuff like the framework, and it's like okay, this is just so we can do the thing in the next episode, and then the the grid connection where they bring in the rangers like jason's like i'm gonna bring some friends um like and he brings in a bunch of morphed rangers from other dino teams so he has you know the mighty morphin rangers um the the dino charge rangers and the dino thunder rangers uh and essentially it's a, a team up with the beast morphers um and it's just like this to me felt more like an earned team up with multiple Ranger teams than the legacy battle. Right. Whereas that is just them like standing on a mountain cliff, like five of them take off their helmets and then put them back on. And they don't really like, I don't know. Did I say legendary battle? Is it a legendary war? I don't know. Um, I can't remember. It's like one for one. It's one in Sentai, one in, one calls it battle, one calls it war, I think. I think we call it battle. I think it's battle in the yeah, in the US and then 
Sentai, they're like, yeah, we can say war. People die. Um, so I don't know. Grid connection, I think, is yeah, just it's, it's a battle it's, here. I just double checked. Sorry. It is nice to see, you know, um, Austin St. John come back to this yeah. franchise because it is one of those things where there is some sort of like static or drama that, you know, happened and you see consistently the same sorts of actors come back to this series. Um, and it's nice to finally see someone come back who we haven't seen in a long, long time versus like someone we saw like maybe like three or four seasons ago. And I, I think the, I think, you know, we've said it before. I, I know you like Tommy more than I do. I, I don't dislike Tommy. I think I'm just burned out. Mm-hmm. That everything has been so Tommy centric. And then also on top of that, so green ranger centric. And I'm like, that is yeah. not who Tommy, like, uh, that's why I like, we talked about before why I like dimensions in danger because they celebrate all of those rangers. He's been, you know, a little bit more because I, I'm, but it's, it's just one of those things where I, it was refreshing. Cause I was finally like, okay, we can, I'm we can celebrate Mighty Morphin again with a different person. And I would love that to maybe even carry through. So if we want to keep going back to Mighty Morphin, you know, let's get some of the I know not all these other actors are available, but, you know, uh, Catherine Sutherland, whose cat was in Dimensions in Danger and she's pink Mighty Morphin number two. So, we, you know, there's mm-hmm. there's always her. I as much as Steve Cardenas, sometimes I'm just kind of burned out on him, too. I'm like, well, he was there, too. That's another Mighty Morphin connection, although I'd rather see him as I'd rather think about him as Zia Blue than Mighty Morphin Red. But anyway, um, but you know, you're you're right. Like it it did it did make it feel so much more refreshed. And I don't think I would have felt that same way if it had been um, Jason Tommy. David Frank. Yeah, yeah. And I, it's it, there is also something to be said. Like you're bringing in the original Red Ranger, who is this legacy character? Um, yeah, predates predates Tommy. You know, yeah, yeah. So. Like that is the the shot when I think of Power Rangers, like in my mind's eye, like it's not a Tommy thing. It's like that shot in the intro where it's Jason looking up and they do the like flash lightning down and it's like him morphed and then it cuts back again. Like that's the shot in my head. And like they do that for each of the Rangers because that was like my first interaction with Power Rangers. It wasn't like a Tommy thing, you know, Um, so to see him come back and to see him actually helping another red ranger who's kind of been not led astray, but just kind of faltering, um, I think is really, really strong and it's just yeah. neat. It's- yeah. And don't get me wrong. The, the journey of Tommy as a character is one of the, the reason why he's so beloved too, is one, it's the first like evil character. It's the first person that you can has a redemption arc, you know, has, has mm-hmm. been a part of something that he was not, um willfully involved in and like seeing him kind of take that full circle to then become the leader um you know is one thing it was just kind of like it's it's just like like the reason why i like dino thunder is because also i think that's great tommy tommy being a mentor as opposed to the leader of that team you know it's it's nice when he fits into the roles but sometimes i feel like they keep forcing it as tommy is not a, a, a I feel like they've gotten to a point where they have to be careful because now they've forced it where like Tommy is going to be, is the face of the franchise. And I'm sure that would be great for Jason David Frank, obviously, but like that is not what power Rangers is. Power Rangers is not one person. It is a team of people. And it is about how Mm -hmm. you, how you grow as a person, 
you know, and how uh, how you help others and that sort of a thing. So just kind of keep bringing it back to somebody who's storyline is done. I'm like, that's not that is not what Power Rangers is. So I, I think like that's why I think I like Dino Thunder so much is where I was like, yeah, this is this is that character's next level evolution. And for me, I, the black Dino Thunder Tommy is better than the white Ranger Tommy, because I feel like um, even I mean, I should say Zeo Red, but um, it just like white Ranger Tommy is when I keep thinking where the show just tried to make it all about Tommy. And I was like, no. Mm-hmm other people we like other characters too like but anyway um so i'm gonna give you another one okay oh um, no i thought that was oh you're gonna okay got it got yeah, it you, you just gave me one um i know so i was like I'm gonna I, you one, I bet there is one on this is on your list um i am going to give you always a chance which is the power rangers in space episode where adam comes back to help carlos because he's going through a tough time because he just dislocated cassie's shoulder on the on the battlefield that was uh that was my last one that was my my end all i knew it because you love adam i do but this is legit one of my favorite episodes of power rangers um in general, I wish, but- there were, I wish there were more episodes of Power Rangers like this, to be honest with you. Like, it's like what you said. The reason why I think you like Beast Morphers is is because, like you just said, seeing the Red Ranger come back to help the struggling Red Ranger. That's kind of the same setup to always a chance. It's that Carlos mm-hmm. is struggling and and we get to see the person who passed on his powers to him come back. And also, that was the first time for us. We got to see like really like this Power Ranger just kind of like came back in. But what's beautiful about it, too, is it also took like a loose storyline, which was like Adam still had his kind of destroyed Black Ranger Morpher. Right. And so he uses that in the episode. And the fact that he's like morphing and unmorphing while he's using it is also just so freaking cool. Um, I just I love it. And and uh, it's I'm so happy that Adam does come back for the 15 year anniversary as the Black Ranger as well. So I think that's really cool, too. Although I would have been fine with him. Green Zeo, whatever, if he wants to pick and choose what Ranger he comes back as again, too. But um it's it's different. Like I think of Adam equally as both the Black Ranger and the Green Zeo Ranger, whereas like Rocky, I feel like I'm like, no, I only like you as Blue Zeo. But Adam's like <laughs> one of those where I'm like, just bring him back to the show. I'll watch him on the show as any color, yeah. not a color. I don't care. Like, do you imagine a scenario where they need mentors for these Rangers and the two people they get are Adam and Billy? That would be a good combo. I, would like I feel that. like. Yeah, I would like that a lot. I I honestly like I would really love to see David Yost come back to the show, but I doubt he ever will. But I would I would really like that. Um, but uh, but I also would love like Johnny Young Bosch, I think, is just one of those people that is just like just one of those guys. I don't know. He's just like a cool person that you're like, who seems nice enough in real life. Like my one interaction with him was just so weird where I was just like he was pushing a cart down the hallway and I'm just standing there and I'm looking at him. And then I was like, Oh my God, realizing who it was. And then he was like, Hey, how are you? And I was like, I'm so, I'm like <laughs> I just like, I'm fine. What's up? how are you? Is help? Like, and not, and he's like, bye. And I was like, ah. like, I want to help I, you. I, I still like, I have been at a convention with him now and I was like, I can't go up and meet him because once I've met, uh, once I meet him like in person, I have like my photo, I'll have met him and taken the photo and I still want to be like able to, I know it's so stupid, but some of them I have to like really, really get hyped into being like, Hey, can I take a picture with you? (laughs) So I like, I am, I melt when I see these people in real life. So, um, but no, I, I think this, 
what I love too is I love the setup of this episode because it also is like Cassie getting hurt. It's really the first, it, it, not the first, but it. I I like a moment where you're like the Power Rangers aren't made of stone. I I was thinking about. I, I this is so random again I was thinking about the 2017 movie and um you know I read an article once that said the problem with the 2017 movie is that it's basically embarrassed to embrace the thing that it's supposed to be which is Power Rangers and you know I like it for what it is a lot I really enjoyed it I I think it would have been great to see another one um but I was thinking about one of the things that I feel like was kind of pointless was giving the Rangers their superpowers. Cause it was kind of explaining like, Oh, well the, the suits are just armor to the already superpowered beings. And I'm like, well, no, they're, they're literally using these things that transform. Like they, the power Rangers suits are basically like force. Field. That's why they explode when they get hit. Right. Cause they're energy, their power suits, like their power Rangers. And I was just thinking it kind of removed a little bit of that human, like that, that uh, like, oh, they could get really hurt. That's why I always like when they demorph because I'm like, oh, no, no, no. It's like the neck is showing to the bear. Cover it up. And <laughs> this is one of those moments where like the, the Adam unintentionally like hurts Cassie to a point where she's got like her arm in a sling in the episode. Carlos and I was like, that. Not Adam, just FYI. I'm sorry. Gosh, I keep getting who's ever in the episode. I keep saying the opposite person. Like, um, Adam showed back up. He hurt Cassie. Thought he should leave. And he was like, "How dare you?" Um, no. So I, 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 I think that's one of those things where I'm like, it's. I like that it was that you know Power Rangers aren't just like. A Power Rangers is a constant thing. You are always trying to be the best version of yourself. You're not just, you don't just don't become that version of yourself. You know, mm -hmm. it's a constant work and battle, you know? And like, and so that's why I like that. He's like, I don't know that I can do this. I don't think he lost his confidence. And I like that. It was like the guy who was like, I picked you. I picked you. So let me talk to you and tell you why. Cause I feel like now that I'm older, you know, cause when this episode aired, I was like, I don't know, 13 years old or something. And now that I'm older, like this is such a human and realistic thing that we all go through in life where it doesn't matter how long you're doing what you do or how amazing you might be at it. Like sometimes you just that self-doubt sinks in and you just mm -hmm. need you need that one person to come and be like, no, you're really good at like you're OK. You're going to be OK. We all make mistakes like we can get up and we can be the best version of ourselves that we we can strive to be, you know. And there's, there's interesting aspects to that too. Like the idea that like it's Carlos doesn't necessarily take what Adam says fully. Right. He still gives up. Like he, he's like, I still can't do this. Right. Yeah. He takes what he says and he's still giving up. Um, and so that's what leads Adam to be like, I know that my powers are not stable but I need to do what's right. And that's kind of what pushes Carlos forward. Right. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. There's something interesting that I I'm just thinking about, like Adam just carries the morpher in his bag all the time. I, I like, always, I honestly, I always think about that too. I, you know, I always wanted one of those morphers too, the battle damaged ones. Mm -hmm. Cause I, like somebody was selling them. All, I think you can still get them through Etsy or something like that. But I was always like, it's so cool to me that he just always has that morpher in his backpack. Cause I'm like, that's who I wanted to always be. Somebody who just had the morpher in the backpack. <laughs> just, and if you left it in there long enough, you could also have a broken morpher in your backpack. Yep. Yep. 
Well, and scoliosis. That's because of all the bugs. Yeah. Yeah. But um, that's actually how the morpher got broken. Anyway, so yeah, that was that was actually one of my that was my top one aside from the turtles one, which I think is just like stupid fun. Wait, what's wait? So what is you have you have yeah, to have one more was, on your list, don't you? No, I don't, because two of mine were t- two parters, and then the uh, you can't count a two parter. I wrote for my tenth powers as one. I wrote to the tenth power followed by the power of pink, and I said, and it leads into protect the quasar saber. So I had like three episodes as one thing because it's one story arc. Okay, then it's the turtles one. <sighs> Because I knew I needed to leave True Blue to the rescue for you. No, God, no. Never. 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 If Justin think- never returns to this franchise, I'll be thrilled. Do you think that aired and then they were like, yeah, we want to bring back another Ranger. And they're like, well, don't do it like that. Bring back. A- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. The episode's great because it does. It, it, it shows the mountain blaster and like, oh, this thing's still around. Like his powers are still around or whatever. But I'm like. He's just kind of feel I felt like proven to be such a problematic person at this point that I am not I am not I'm like the people I want I, I want to believe that it, it's like the it's like the people who inhabit the role of Superman like Power Rangers I want to believe you're at least a little bit like in, in the role that you would be in in, in this life you know being mm-hmm. like supportive of people in need being a power ranger yourself like just because you can do a friggin karate kick doesn't me- make you a power ranger it's it's about your spirit not about your agility and the moves that you can do and i feel like people always seem to forget that or something so i don't know well i have two more because we, you you chose one of my honorable mentions so i i i i'm going to i'm going to say my next one then i mean do you really like the turtles one that much um i like I, I, when we were going through and buying the DVD sets, like that was one thing where I was like, well, I definitely know that I would rewatch this again. And I had rewatched it within the last year when we talked about it. So, and I bought the, the next mutation sets too, because I knew those were going away. I think it's, it's a weird, you know, keepsake for that era. And it's such a strange time for Ninja Turtles in contrast to such a really good season of Power Rangers, um, yeah. as someone who's followed Ninja Turtles, you know, since the, the you know, toys first came out, it's it is one of those things where I can always kind of look back and be like, yeah, it's not the best. But it's also like that's a thing like Power Rangers and Turtles crossing over. It reminds me of when I when Walmart was first coming around our area, they had T-shirts that had like Wolverine and Power Rangers on it. Right. Or it had Cyclops and the Power Rangers on it. And I remember like getting those t-shirts and, you know, being too chubby for them. <laughs> like that was always a thing. I was like, maybe Wolverine can be with the Power Rangers, but this is like the actual, you know, making good on, you know, Ninja Turtles crossing over with Power Rangers. Such a like kid fantasy and to, to see it is, is really neat. However bad it is. It's crazy because, well, I don't even think it's that bad, honestly, but it's just, it's, it's, just it's crazy it's because it's, it comes out of left field too. Also, it's only like five episodes into this season of Power Rangers in Space that is already taking a chance being like, we're going to space, people. And then they're like, but we're going to bring in superheroes from Earth that have never been acknowledged within this universe before that live in the sewer. And you're just like, what? Like, I don't hate it. I love it for the ridiculousness of it, you know, obviously. It's mm-hmm. not on my list, but... um. I am going to tell you what's on my list. Forever Red. 
I think after we we had talked about it for our anniversary episode, um, is I, I I still think this is the way to do a team up like episode, an epic team up episode. I don't know. Mm-hmm. To the tenth power, I think is. I think the tenth to the tenth power is a good example of how to do it when you have like the two teams together. Whereas to the tenth power was like okay, it's an or to the tenth power. Forever Red was being like okay, well, how are we going to do it so we can combine all these seasons together? Where yeah. I, I think there's some similarities to the two, where they were like, okay, we're going to take a villain that we know is important to one of the seasons and kind of tie that thread in, but then also it's got to be important to like another season in some way or another. So like forever red took uh you know they're trying to unearth serpent terror which is was a threat through all of mighty morphin and then it's the machine empire which is zeo and then you know they have to get these rangers and go into space and you know and and use the help of like the current ranger and stuff like that also forever red has some really aggressive like really cool they did this was when they started to experiment with the way they film stuff um and so there are yeah, I f- and I feel like they're all so good. They're all really good. Yes, there's no explanation. Why can the Power Rangers breathe on the moon? I don't know. But you know what? I forgive it because I feel like for a 22-minute episode of Power Rangers, somehow this episode is just so tight. But also, it's it's just that example of where it's not in the main storyline of that season. That season's Ranger is literally just another character and they have never, I felt like, I feel like been able to capture that just right in these other anniversary episodes that mm-hmm. they've kind of, they've kind of done for sure. I mean, I dimensions of danger, I think is kind of the closest they've gotten to it, but even then I feel like it uses a little too much of the samurai season that it, it should have leaned more into the Rangers. Cause, cause again, no other Rangers are in forever red except for the one Ranger of that season. And I think that's kind of what it takes. If it's going to, if you're only going to pick and choose a Ranger from here and there, then it's only fair that the current season also kind of removes, removes some of the yeah. team members too, which, which is, you know, unfortunate to whoever's involved in that. But again, the hope being that some of them get their time to shine later on down the road. But mm-hmm. um, I, well, I, I don't know that seen, I We've seen other seasons where they do one off like, you know, this is one color character from another season, like bring them in. So, yeah, you would hope that they could actually do that in a, a, some sort of season, get like multiple episodes out of this kind of crossover idea. Well, I'm going to tell you what I think, uh, arguably. So it was between the 10th power, like up there, and uh, another one of these. Also, we should note that um, that uh, um, technically Countdown to Destruction is a little bit of a crossover, too. But it's really just cameo crossover, right? Because like, it's got the Gold Ranger, the Blue Centurion. I think the Aquatar Rangers are maybe in, a, in the episode as well, or whatever. I can't 100% remember, but like... You see all these other, you see the Phantom Ranger, all those people are in the episode. They just don't play it like a, a really significant role. That's why I, I think the legendary battle sh- was shouldn't have counted either. But even if it did count, it wouldn't be on this list for me. Nope. Um, I have reinforcements from the future on my list, which I actually think is one of my favorites. And uh, it is from one of my least favorite seasons of Power Rangers, which is Power Rangers Wild Force, which I just do not care for. Uh, I know some people love it. It's crazy to me because it has a couple of my favorite favorite episodes in there. 
But uh, I think what's great about reinforcements from the future is how well the Power Rangers Time Force storyline is both woven into into the Wild Force, what what what's going on for them, but also like again, it's another one of those crossovers where it brings in everybody. It brings in the villains, you know, their stories. You've got Rancic, um, you know, you know, you have uh, oh my gosh, what? what is his daughter's name? Nadira. Um, you know, you, you've got, uh, all these things, you know, but then like, it's got the orgs in it, but then also it's great because it's kind of like, well, there's this new type of orgs. They're these mute orgs. And, uh, they're like, well, what are those? And they're like, well, they're mutants and orgs. And they're like, well, Rancic got his knife. The reason why Rancic is able to make knives is because he got that ability from the orgs. Like, and you're like, Oh, so it kind of like, brings back his story a little bit into it. But then also because we love time Force so much and we're left on that, like, like Jen leaving to go to the future and Wes staying and such a heartbreaking ending that like Wes being able to like see Jen again is so great. And Jen's entrance into this episode is so phenomenal. Obviously Jen being like a leader in her season is great too, because I was thinking about how I was thinking today as well. I've been thinking on power Rangers quite a bit is if, if they can change the gender of the Ranger from the suit actor in Japan to the, the actor in America, why has the red Ranger never been a woman other than Lauren from samurai, but that doesn't count. Right. Yeah. That, that doesn't even count because you like, I'm saying like the main leader of the season, if you could change is it because like in J- like their suits are generally very masculine, like because it's big over the top movements, right? So the Red mm-hmm. Rangers often seen very like strutting, but the other Rangers are a little more like flowy in their movements, which maybe could be like interpreted either ways, you know, like so maybe there's that to it is what I was thinking. But I would have liked to have seen maybe it tried once or something, but. Regardless, I just think, um, again, I think the episode is filmed really well. I think that it is just so beautifully like woven in together. And um, yeah, I don't I don't know. It's just I I really like it. I uh, I don't know. What do you think about this episode? Two episodes. It's a two parter. I really don't like Wild Force, but I do like Time Force. So it's one of those like begrudging things. And I think we've talked about this kind of scenario previously where there's a a season that we really really like or like characters we really like that are kind of just like in place of this thing that we uh operation what was the operation overdrive once a range is that once a ranger yeah um where we have characters come back that we really really like and you know you get ideas of their story that is still going them still existing but it's kind of still interacting with stuff you don't care about or you even dislike i think i i hate operation overdrive whereas like i'm just indifferent to wild force so i think i would i appreciate this better than you know if i had to watch once a ranger again well apparently this um there was no there was no special so there was no the special to go off of. So this is one of those original things. I guess the suits they were going to use for the mute orgs were destroyed in a fire. And so they had mm-hmm. to create original villains or something like that. I'm just reading about this right now. So that's interesting to me too. But um, I often think about this. I just think when Jen appears and she's wearing that like black leather outfit and she does the cartwheels and it's like in slow motion. And so it just, it would like the blasters on her sides everywhere. I'm just like, 
you are the best Power Ranger. <laughs> like, where is your lightning collection figure? Just she comes in a two pack and it's that and then the morphed ranger. Girl, if it was her in the civilian and her in that row, I would lose my mind. You think we're going to get civilians eventually? I think we will. I think so. I think it's going to be mighty Morphin figures. Head Morphin figures are about as close as we're going to get. No, because if we already have the sculpt for the head, I think we're going to get their clothes, too. I don't know. I Maybe I'm wrong, but somewhere down. I hope we can look back on this episode in 10 years when we get them and say, I was right. Why do I have a robot body? <laughs> well, those are my, that's my list. I'm I'm surprised by your list, honestly. A little bit. Really? I mean, I knew, I, I knew the Adam one was going to be on your list. Forever Red, I didn't count because we already talked about it so much doesn't matter it's it's your list of favorites okay well forever red would have probably taken out turtles then but no no we see where you you'd rather the ninja turtles come back than any like Leo. we already did that episode we were just talking about crossovers not anniversaries you're like beat it andro so your time is done get out i only care about Raphael. Well, that's it. That's um, that's our list of our favorite crossover episodes. We gave you each of our top five. Uh, we'd love to hear hear what yours are. If you want to share with those on social media, you can get us on Twitter at Podcast Rangers um, or just send an email to podcastrangers at gmail.com. We are also open to future discussion topics as well. We've got a couple listed, but um, always up for ideas, what you want to hear us chit chat about um, or get into. But uh, thank you, Ken, for doing this discussion with me. Hey, thank you. And we'll be back. We'll see you again with another episode of Podcast Rangers.